Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show that's always got entertainment for you on a budget. This is Brokebuster Cinema, coming to you live from sunny Southern California, America. And now our host with the most, Paul and Renee. Tonight, on a very spooky Brokebuster Cinema, Dead Detective. A team of reality TV ghost hunters experience true paranormal activity. For the first time, while filming a make or break episode in the most haunted mansion in Mexico. Facing cancellation on one hand and supernatural entities on the other, the team must find a way to bust the ghosts, deliver the episode of a lifetime, and escape with their lives intact. Dead detectives! Who are you gonna call? Not them. Here on <laughs> uh, Brokebuster Cinema. I am Renee, and of course, uh, our wonderful 1930s uh, New York City newsboy announcer. No, I don't like that. <laughs> What's that mean? We're leaving that in. <laughs> um, is uh, is 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 Paul? Hi. So if you've landed here, hopefully you're back from last time. But if you uh, are a first timer, Renee, what's our show? Our show is uh, where we go to the local dollar store and all of those DVDs that you often wonder why would anybody buy that? We also have the same question and then we buy it. <laughs> So that you don't have to. Uh, yeah, our purpose here is to tell you, you know, based on any given movie that we pick out of any dollar store in America, um, our goal is to uh, figure out if it was worth your dollar. Mm -hmm. And also, we've got a couple awards to hand out uh, mm -hmm. if we happen to see any very, very specific categories of acting in these movies. Uh, the first one is The Tooch, which is... Uh, for Stanley Tucci, because he elevates any role that he's in. Yeah, so that's the Tooch. And I then do there's love me some Stanley Tucci. Right? Yeah. He's incredible. Love that man. Okay, go on. All right. Uh, and our other award is the Matthew Lillard Award for overcommitment to a role. And scenery chewing. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we call it that? Uh, comes from Scream, um, because he just... And, and in every role, he just commits. He does, and we yeah. love him for it. I want to be clear that this is not meant to be a mocking award. This is uh, this is an appreciation. No, love me some Matthew Lillard. He's maybe one of the last great character actors of his generation. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight we have a movie called The Dead Detectives. Um, and it is 92 minutes. So above the 90 minute above rule, the 90 minute rule, but I'm about to implement a new one that maybe if it's like under 95 minutes, <laughs> because it feels like they all just pushed it. So I feel like any movie that is now under 95 minutes is suspect for, <laughs> um, for like padding their ratings. Okay. Um, but, uh, it's, it's kind of got the front has a, uh, Mystery Machine Scooby-Doo mixed with Ghostbusters 
mixed with like breakfast club <laughs> I, I don't know there's just a bunch of people on the front and they they look like we'll we'll put up the the picture in the thumbnail but it's um it's a thing and then on the back it shows them in like laser suits <laughs> <laughs> also standing next to a uh what appears to be a janitor with a broom awesome by the way if you hear thumping in the background folks that's our cat uh harleen who is attempting to catch a fly in our kitchen she's actually really good at it she really is yeah so is our dog too sometimes they hunt the same fly and it's fascinating um but yeah so it looks like we've got some um like a janitor with a broom or excuse me a mop um there's also i think it may take place on halloween i don't know Ooh, if it is then uh this would be a wonderful Halloween season suggestion. Mm. Let's see if it uh, lives up to that. Oh, it, it is a Shutter film. Oh, okay. Shutter's been good to us so Shutter. far. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, did they do Deadheading? They might have done Deadheading. No, there was no way that <laughs> nobody that was any professional was attached to that. Project. I think they did Deadheading. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess there's, uh, let me, our, our one other thing that we usually have to check is just if there, uh, are any actors that we know. I know from the box that Chris Gear is in it. Who is that? That is the blonde guy in the, in the front. front. Okay. Uh, He's in the front. So he must be like slightly more. He famous. was one of the two leads on You're the Worst. Oh, that guy. Yeah, so he's British. Um, Is he going to be British in this movie? I hope so. (laughs) I think this might even be a British movie. Oh, no. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out. All right. (laughs) To be fair, one of our two best episodes so far was about a film that was in German and then dubbed into English. Which one was that? Magic Kids. Oh. Yeah. All right, first impressions. Wow, okay. So it, it opens up with the guy. Um, Chris Gear. Well, okay, so it, it opens up on, we're obviously seeing through like a producer's camera lens. We, we have a frame that has like numbers and stuff, and then it's Javier's camera. So <laughs> apparently we're seeing what Javier is recording. Um, and then it kind of like goes out from this frame Mm -hmm. so that we know it's being, um, we know it's being like shot live, Mm -hmm. but it's not, um, but then they, they go, but it's still in like production live. Mm -hmm. So, Um, so what you're saying is like, um, it's clearly a faked ghost hunting show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So it, it basically, it, so after it shows you. That it zooms in and we see an episode of the television happening, like the the TV show happening, and it is so over the top that it's amazing. It's I feel like there's going to be a lot of Willard candidates here um, already. I can tell. Right. And um, but yeah, so it's basically this over the top fake ghost busting show. Then they flip out to uh, show a producer editing the movie and like rolling her eyes and basically like, what the hell? And 
then it goes back to the thing and they're back in the episode they're back in the episode and then he can't like he goes i guess they like throw a book they're like meh yeah they had like a book on like a, a fish hook or a fish line. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that they were, like, setting up. The, you could see they were setting up the tricks. So then I think this is where we are starting our movie is, or in terms of the story, is this right here. Because we have now switched into the scene being filmed live, but it doesn't seem to be from a camera point of view anymore. Right. And I'm, sh- I'm sure a TV show is going to intersperse. But. Yeah, yeah. But uh, one of the things that's happening is that... Um, he, they're trying to use this special effect of the book flying at them in the kitchen. And it comes from the wrong place and is late on cue. And so our main character, played by Chris Gear, is like upset and starts like basically calls a cut and starts chewing out his coworker. Oh yeah. And he's like, I told you it was it was from this part of the kitchen. Why is it coming from that side? Yeah, and he and he calls him like a bad word in Spanish. And that's where we're at. And that's where we're at. It said no one cares. Bleep. So thoughts so far. I'm excited. Um, I think this is going to be, I think this might actually be worth your dollar. Um, I, I mean, that's we're we're only a few like minutes in, but um, I have a feeling that even if this story is bonkers, they knew that it was going to be bonkers and like just went for it. I and will embraced it. Yes, and I I also want to add that this is I'm pretty sure a British movie. Yeah, and it's it's already got a very Monty Python esque feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, just with the fake pre- TV show being produced, like the heightened weirdness of how they're play acting in the episode feels like a Monty Python sketch and I'm here for it. Yeah. Do you yeah. know I was in the, the Monty Python club in high school? I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm absolutely not surprised. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Incredible. Everything we thought we knew was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they've... We thought that they were, like, done filming the episode, but yeah. no. Not at all. It turns out that the overall producer, who is hooking up with the star, by the yes. way... Yes, yes. ...is taking this very seriously and feels bad for the woman that they're doing the investigation on. Right, right. And you think that she's, like, talked him into doing it the right way. Right. And then he has this weird, like, psych vision where he puts together that she stole her grandmother's recipe for her famous cupcakes. But was was it psych, like, psychic? Or was... I don't... I think it was exploitative. I guess... Well, okay... Well, because the, the the girl is doing the editing, mm-hmm. and I think she's, it's like a live feed or whatever, so maybe she's, I don't know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, he, like, looks at the camera and, like, says, like, makes it clear to her behind the camera through, like, subtle, like, or not, they weren't subtle, <laughs> um, 
but like, oh, I we really need this help because apparently they said that they almost got canceled. Right. They originally started out like a BuzzFeed Unsolved right. type, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, or just kind of like amateur where they would just film themselves uh, like, um, you know, debunking ghosts. Debunking ghosts, yeah. And then they almost got canceled. And so now they film, they like go over the top with all these fake things. But he like got it in his head to be just like a douchebag <laughs> and like try and like scare this old woman into i don't i don't even know what what was it just i guess just for show huh just for the to play up the drama yeah and make yeah it a to, scarier to play, episode yeah to make it a scarier episode and and he's, and he's like yelling in the lady's face and yeah it's, it's really uncomfortable to watch it, kind of. it is it is and then um the one of the girls quits um after you know saying like this is ridiculous mm-hmm. uh because neither of the girls were into it right um one was the intern and that's the one you're talking about okay yeah well and then they like they do this uh um they do this fancy wrap up on it and it's like um Oh, oh, and he gets really excited. He's like, this is the best show we've ever done. Cut to um, a producer. Still still great cinematography and great, like, <laughs> sets and stuff. But it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a thing. The guy is basically, like, your typical douche. Um, well, I think we should explain who he is real quick. Oh, he is their network producer. Right. And he, they cut to his office, him saying, this is the worst pile of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I want to, I want to take a second here and I could spend a solid amount of time just talking about this shot and what's <laughs> on his desk and on the walls. Yes. Uh, this is a, a man with uh, a bottle of 1800 tequila, a gold sculpture of a serpent uh a let desk me, with one of those pen things really quick yeah the reason that you can't see everything on his desk because it is kind of hard is because we actually have subtitles on this movie which is not a common dollar store occurrence subtitles um, approved yeah and um so uh so we can't see some of it but the rest of it is just yeah um he's apparently a television executive he also has a gold car on his desk and off to the side there's like an hourglass so like i'm already getting serial killer vibes well he's from got, this guy he's got like masks behind him that that look maybe like indigenous like, yeah indigenous, yeah like that he you know they were like souvenirs from somewhere like maybe he went hunting somewhere i i mean they are like people things so yeah it's upsetting hopefully it is upsetting it's it's not um, yeah, it, yeah it definitely feels um little like uh exploitative like exploitative colonial tourism yeah yeah uh, this by the way in another example of us being completely wrong is not a british movie i it's not no it's not it's not 
Um, it's so all of that stuff about Monty Python was maybe a little out of, uh, middle out you of were optimistic. There. I was optimistic. Uh, it's maybe a little bit more, uh, stooges. I think anyway. Yeah. I'm not sure where this is going now, but, uh, I, well, I, I mean, I know where it's going. It's going to a haunted house, but <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, I think it's basically setting up a drama of like, how far can they take this in order to get like their show approved or whatever. And I'm, I'm looking back at the, um, we're, we're still missing. We, uh, the, the people on the front are now, I notice the intern, the, uh, editor, uh-huh. the, um, and one of the cameramen. Was there a second cameraman? I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't it's... know where this is going. It feels um, like I know where it's going, obviously. To a haunted but... house. Right. Right. <laughs> but like, I don't like, I'm just not like, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated is the word I'm looking for. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm, I'm excited to see where where it goes okay so they've been told that they're about to be fired they have one episode to like save their show and the guy found out that the producer who he's engaged to is leaving for another show yeah which would take her out to sea on a boat for six months okay right um so he's like his it's it's been an effective rug pull yeah um and then they are forced into taking this job at the most haunted house in Mexico. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, really quick, the way that he convinced uh, them that this was a good idea because they were very against it. Um, they convinced him by having this new guy who is in charge of all of the scares from now on mm-hmm. come in and like explain explode the office basically <laughs> no not not the office but like his like his um um his chest yeah his chest it was <laughs> it's just a lot of blood and then it um it was it was genuinely kind, and, kind of not scary but it was like it was, it was pretty gory. It was graphic but then, but then he like was like surprise like jk I mean, he didn't say JK, but he basically was, you know. Um, and so they're like, okay, fine. And he makes this whole big deal about taking his whole crew down there. So now the uh, the whole crew is going down to Mexico. And when they get there, you they start talking to this um, nice Spanish lady or Mexican lady mm-hmm. and who is speaking Spanish. Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of learn that, like, they're... Well, she's the the niece of the original owners of the house. Right. Who had, uh, as she puts it, had too much mezcal. And uh, the uncle stabbed the aunt in the throat. and And then cut himself open and pulled out his own entrails. And right. so that's the spirits that are haunting this place on top of which it's like an, an 
indigenous people's battleground and yeah. it was also a battleground in the Mexican Revolution. Um, like a legit haunted house. Right. Yeah, and well, but then the producer realizes that they're in in her words, she says we're taking advantage of their superstitions. Uh-huh. So you kind of get this like, okay, well maybe like like she doesn't want to be a part of that, but like all three guys are like gung ho and the lady is so scared of this house that she was like I won't go yeah, in. Yeah, she was like, no, thank you. Yeah. I don't think like I have no desire to go back in. So. so then her husband is like this broken man because he found the bodies. Oh. And so he's very ashy and like clearly like dissociated from you know what's going on around him. Yeah. And he like they try to say something to him. And he snaps to life and starts speaking Spanish and says, you know, um, don't look into the the face of death. Yeah, he he goes off and, and basically you're getting this like like harrowing tale of a creepy of a man haunted by his yeah. It's it's a really I will say this for this show or this movie. Yes. Sorry, we watch a lot of TV shows too. <laughs> um, so I will say this about this movie is that it is not shy about pointing out like how the people that fake these things can be real D-bags. It's showing them in a pretty negative light right Yeah. Now, which I think is a, a welcome commentary. There's so many shows about ghosts. There are. Uh, there's also, uh, he kind of did a cold reading on the uh, first lady with the bakery, who we find out uh, shut her bakery down because... Oh, this reminds me. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm no, so sorry. Okay. The point I was going to make was that that was a psych-like way that he zoomed in and saw the evidence, like he was flashing. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. He definitely was, he had like a, like a, if you've ever seen the show Psych, they like kind of zoom in on things as the main character notices them. And so I definitely see that, but he saw these things and then he started doing a cold reading, which is basically just like noticing things around you and using them. And I don't know, you don't have to. Basically it's, it's a way of pretending to tell a fortune yeah, or pretending yeah. to reach across the other side. Right. Yeah. With ghosts and okay. Yeah. So, so we're now, uh, they are setting up. And, um, like, cameras in the house, and, uh, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. I'm torn as to whether this will be genuinely scary, um, or... That's interesting. Yeah, what do it's, you think? Well, it's definitely writing the comedy line. Yes. But, it, but it's also kind of writing that, like, serious, like... office kind of vibe. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. And and kind of 70s 
psych-ish? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like it's a the it's a smorgasbord. A, a smorgasbord. A smorgasbord? Yes. Uh, I don't exactly know what that is. It's, but a smorgasbord is like a, you know, it's like a like a big like, like a, it's a, variety of yeah, it's, it's basically like a salad bar, but like with a buffet. Like, it's a buffet. Yes, right. it is a it is a buffet. It is a buffet. It okay. You know what? Did they say the word smorgasbord, or did I just? I think you just said. Oh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah. So so it's a it's a it's a smorgasbord of. Um, <laughs> tie-ins but it it i don't know it, so i it will be interesting to see if it is legitimately scary okay fair enough take it loves um so basically we we start to see the um the like they start to film mm-hmm. um and there is a moment where they are kind of setting everything up and they're asking if everyone's ready and they go over to the new scare guy. Mm. Um, and he's like, um, Oh, like, because he's all like fucking weird. He's all like, what is he like a pirate? Or I something? Don't, he's missing one eye or he's blind in one eye and he's, he has a Cajun accent. They all have weird accents, and he's like laid out in the kitchen with a bunch of pills spilled over on the seat next to him. Oh, like he like was like, Oh, like, like he like OD'd, but he woke up and was basically like, Oh, we shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't be doing this or something. And then, uh, and then he was like, I'm set up. I've got all these things done. Oh yeah. And then he, he makes like traps go off or not traps, but like, you know, like a book throw across the room or whatever. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if, because we've started filming now Mm -hmm. and they have, um, they're showing like him seeing kind of, which he's already found bloody writing on the wall. So it, it, and then they showed the girls, the editors who, Uh and his girlfriend who are still pissed that they're doing this to this family. Right. And so they were like, Oh, it's gonna be quite an episode. Kind of like we are gonna f- with them. So basically, what happened was they've been calling out the like, here's what you need to set up everywhere to their production guy. Yeah, and then he's a jerk to like his script is very exploitative of the people who own the house, and so um, the producer girl calls in a change of plan to everybody. Um, mm. Mm-hmm. On the production side. So what we think might happen is. Oh, is, I mean, I think that they, it, I think that we are going to be getting him seeing a lot of things that he doesn't like realize. I think they're going to try and scare them. Right. Like actually scare them and make them think that there's ghosts and uh, so it'll be uh, it'll be really interesting. I don't know where it's going. Well, we were making some predictions earlier, and I definitely 
Um, so basically, the other girl is taken over as producer, mm-hmm. and the, the the Mexican woman, the only one who speaks Spanish. the only one who speaks Spanish, yeah. And um, so she has taken over, and she basically makes it clear to him that there's no script, and she is going to get genuine, honest reactions instead of his like rehearsed stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so his girlfriend also came down uh-huh. and uh, was basically like, he thought he was talking to the people. Right. He thought he was talking to the ghosts and he kept saying like, Oh, there should be an old woman right now. Like this shouldn't, cause we heard child laughing. Right. And so it was like, uh, there was like a haunted child at the wrong, like at that yeah. time. Yeah. And then this ball started rolling out. Um, And it was like, this ball kept rolling back and forth. And they thought it was Bob, who's their new FX guy with the crazy Cajun accent. Um, And it wasn't. The ball, like, led them into the room. And, like, it disappeared and then reappeared out from under the bed. And then he, like, got to look under the bed and there was a key. That wasn't there the first time he looked under the yeah. bed. Yeah. We've moved on from the initial, what seemed like special effects, to now it seems like there are some very real hauntings going on. Um, people are getting injured. And it turns out that Bob, the crazy Cajun guy, is dead. Yeah. Um, but he, like, he OD'd on coke, I think. Yeah. But he was doing it on a mirror. And so then the science guy. Nerdy little brother. Nerdy yeah. little brother decided that all of the mirrors in the house were bad because he started to actually pick up some like EMF transmissions. Yes. I guess. Yes. EMFs. And he also got some uh, EVPs talking to the ghosts earlier. Oh, yeah, they were talking to him in Spanish. Um, and so once they find him dead... Well, they, they as they were talking to him in Spanish, they, like, bled the words, all will die, on the wall. Yeah. The uh, psychic member of the team, who is also Mexican, but doesn't want to go back the to producer. Mexico. No. Oh, oh, the, like, douche guy, right? Yeah. He's drunk. Like, real drunk. He drank all of the mezcal that was in the room of the two murders. Yeah. And he's basically just being a jerk to everybody. And, like, they go out into the main hall, and he starts making fun of weird science tech guy. Yeah. um, Because science tech guy keeps saying there are ghosts around. I'm getting readings. I can see them with my cool goggles. Yes. Which, these goggles... They are pretty cool. Would you have a pair if you had the opportunity? Um... No. What if they were real? What if they really couldn't see ghosts? Um, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Anyway, uh, this character, whose name is Javi, the psychic, is being a real jerk, and then all of a sudden, he gets sliced open, and he's dying. Yeah. Like well, he, he, was, he was pretending to choke. Right. And then turn it into a joke, and then he really dies. He really died. Like, he got slashed by a ghost. Yes. He was bleeding profusely. Yes. 
It was uh, it was surprisingly graphic. I thought. Yeah, it was. But like tasteful for graphic, you know, bodily mutilation. So it was a tasteful evisceration. Right. It wasn't like excessive blood. It wasn't like okay. You know what I mean? I'll like it that. wasn't Tarantino directed this. Oof. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay. Um, and then, oh, also, uh, the producers like, bye, Playa, like, bye, F boy. Uh, the oh, the, the the old one that's his girlfriend, and she like hands him back the ring, and it's like I'm leaving, and he was like, well, I'm gonna finish this, and then she tried to leave, and the ghost was like, it slammed the door. Yeah, yeah? it slammed the door. Yeah. Yeah, and meanwhile, their other, their new producer, the Mexican lady who speaks Spanish, like, cut off all communications with them. So they're now just, like, trapped in an actual haunted house. Yeah. That was rigged to be, like, a haunted house. Right. So they're in danger of both rigged traps and possibly, like real, and possibly real ghosts. Interesting. And they gotta survive the night. Yeah, I'm I'm into it. I think that like the the like whether like you don't know whether or not the um tricks or the things that you're saying are happening are real ghosts. You don't know whether this is real or if they're like getting gaslit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say like pre recorded tricks, but Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. The main guy kind of reminds me of Paul Bettany in what's that? Um, WandaVision? Jared Jared Heath? No, that's Jessica's dad's name. Uh, Wait, what? Heath Ledger. <laughs> I was thinking of Jared. I don't know why I was thinking of Jared. <laughs> no, Gerald Gerald Heath is her dad. Jared Heath. What? Shut up, Jerry. Um, anyways, what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, in the Heath Ledger. I don't know why I was, I don't know why I was You think he Jared. looks like Heath Ledger? No, no. In, um, A Knight's Tale. He looks like Paul Bettany in A Knight's Tale. He, his character reminds me of that. Just kind of this over the top very like theatrical like we are gonna like it doesn't matter whose lives we ruin or how we weasel our way in i mean he doesn't really ruin lives but maybe shannon sauceman's <laughs> i don't know but he uh yeah he kind of reminds me of paul benny in that movie okay i didn't i wasn't like i didn't see it and then and then i did and i think he, you're right that's he's like a very young version of that yeah so anyway they've just watched their friend be eviscerated yes and now like i think it's become real for them but is it real what do you think are you still team no i mean i think they're definitely they're definitely getting murdered i think really yeah so you're on team ghost now i guess yeah Okay, so Javi is dead. Javi is the dead, uh, dead. crazy, like, over-the-top, douchebag, drunk camera guy. Right. Uh, co-host. Co-host. And then he encounters Bob in the, uh, in the, in the dead zone, I mm-hmm. guess. 
and Bob like goes off with his daughter, but he rejected the light. So now Javi is trapped in this house with all the other ghosts of all the murdered people who we now know about because they found a book full of all the Well, originally people. they, when they came across Bob and they were smashing the mirror that he was eating or snoring cocaine off of, mm -hmm. they tried to go out the kitchen door to the outside. Oh, that's right. And it was like this cloudy portal that led them right back into the living room. Mm -hmm. And then they went into uh, a different room and tried to go out the window, but they came in a window on the opposite side of the room. Yeah. And he even at one point, like, put his hand through and his hand was coming out, like, the other window. Mm -hmm. And he was just kind of, it was pretty trippy. Mm -hmm. I didn't see that coming. So, basically, they're on this, like, um. Ethereal plane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they, they found a lockbox that matches the key that was under the bed. Mm -hmm. And then they um, opened it up, and there was a coloring book, and it had a picture of the original, I think, mm -hmm. murder with the two kids, mm -hmm. um, and then pictures of different murdered people. And then the first page, though, was pictures of them mm -hmm. drawn as, like, little kids, and it had their labels underneath, like, their names underneath. And then it was, like, creepy because the... Um, like the dead ones had like their their wounds drawn on them. Yeah, they were. I don't know if you noticed this, but they were in the order they were murdered from left to right. Mm. So I wonder if that's going to be a factor going forward. Interesting. Yeah. Also, there's like a. There's been some comedy in this, in um, when they like freaked out about how they were in a. Uh, like a weird room mm -hmm. uh she said he said oh don't don't worry we've got this we're professionals and she was like we don't know anything like we're not professionals at we're anything. the opposite of professionals we're the opposite of professionals and you know what shout out girl i feel that um but yeah so there was uh there was that and then there has been um some genuine scares as well mm -hmm. uh when we first see the Javi first sees the little kids, mm -hmm. um, and they also, you can see his wounds on him as the ghost. Oh, that's right. Um, There's two little kids. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, and they can't, um, the live people can't see the ghosts, but he can see them. Um, and apparently they, they, like, also started talking to the Mexican producer lady, mm -hmm. They found uh, her office. They yeah. found her office and were trying to like talk to her through like uh, like a like an apartment bell system. <laughs> like they were like, I don't know. And she uh, she basically was like kind of going crazy mm -hmm. and was like, I'm going to die before I leave this room and we're going to be famous and we're going to have an Emmy. And it, <laughs> I'm like, I was just like, OK, girl. Yeah. So, so it's getting this movie is getting progressively crazier. But it's still really entertaining. I'm yeah. really, really enjoying it. I find myself riveted. Like I, this is the first time doing one of these that I've had like a moment where I caught myself watching the movie instead of yeah. trying to pay attention. 
yeah, this one's been this yeah. one's been pretty good. I'm so. I'm interested to see where it goes, like how they get out of the like ethereal plane. Mm -hmm. Um, how Javi because he did say uh, the ghost did say you can communicate with them. The little girl said you can communicate with them um, by showing them that you're here, like in a way that only you could. So I wonder how that's going to come back up. Javi is back from the dead, baby. Well, not really. Okay, so you were right. <laughs> I mean, no, not 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 really, honey. He's still literally dead. Um, okay, that's yeah. All right, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, but you were right that he did use his body to signal them because they saw it like coming down the hall and they were all scared and they were like throwing things at him. <laughs> and then they, and then he like leaned over and wrote on. He like dipped his finger inside. Ew, of yeah. Mouth. Yeah. Inside of his like wound. And then he wrote on the wall. It's me, Dix. It's me, Dix. And then the uh, the nerdy guy goes, "Who's Dix?" And then he like <laughs> like shrugs this, or he like sighs this very heavy sigh, and then writes the word "you." So it now says, "It's me, you, Dix." And they were all like, "Hobby." So they had the idea to put on the glasses. Right. The glasses. The Chekhov's glasses. Chekhov's um, ghost goggles. They're also, <laughs> they got out the EMF settings or uh, like little transistor. And then uh, there was like, a, a bit, like he sounded all creepy. Like you'd think of like a yeah. dead guy would sound like. Right. And then he was like, turn off the creepy setting. And then it went from creepy to satanic, <laughs> to alien, to normal. And so we heard Javi in all three of those different uh, things. But so now they're going to have to work together. That was a genuine, like, laugh out loud moment for me when they went through the voice translator. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it was so perfect. Because when it went to satanic, it went from like, it went from like, hey guys, it's me, Javi, to like, like an alien language. And then it went to alien and it was like and it was crazy. And then and then it went to his normal voice and he was like, Are you done playing around, you dicks? I just I just really loved the it's me it's me dicks um <laughs> line because like that's hilarious. I was watching him trace it and it was like he was doing it really slow and like blood. Oh, and he's and he's not doing it himself. He is, um, his ghost is controlling his body. But not like it's like reanimated it. It's like he's literally carrying his body around. Imagine like a guy in like one of those green screen suits. <laughs> he's dressed up like that pretty much. That, or that, that is the effect. Uh, um, it, it's almost like uh, a guy with a with a puppet. Like, a, I mean, yeah, yeah, like a ventriloquist dummy. Things, by the way, like a guy with a puppet is one of the creepiest things to me it in is. the world. Like, I, I just can't. Oh no, thank you. No, that it's like that, and like you know how people are about clowns. That's me and puppetry. That's me and cilantro. What? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> this is a betrayal.
like stuff is happening, man. They just met the mother of the kids. And she was like, I can't stop him. I can't stop my husband. Yeah. He will kill you all. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. And meanwhile, it was pretty scary. Yeah, it was. Javi's now like sword fighting him with a with a camera. Well, no, first, but, like, first they they tr- they put on a uh, they put a sheet on him so that yes, they could see him. Forgot about that. So that's that's why I thought there was a Halloween party happening um, on the cover. Um, they Charlie Browned him. They they just put a sheet over him with a couple of burnt out eye holes. Yes. And yes. it's 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 such an inspired choice. It I is. love it so much. Um, it is. But then the uh the guy comes after them mm-hmm. and he is uh he like chases them up a hallway right. and corners them and we think they're about to die and then like a candelabra gets picked up and like knocked on right on him. And so basically it was Javi and um Javi who's really grown on me as a character like yeah. I did not care for him at the beginning. His performance as a terrified ghost yeah. is in is not only it's not only believable. A, not only a terrified ghost, he's just an annoyed ghost. <laughs> like he's really like annoyed with like everybody's <laughs> and I have to say this this movie is doing a great job of keeping the humor in. Yeah. Um, because I have laughed out loud multiple times <laughs> while still like there were some like jump scare moments. Yeah. That were pretty good. Um, but... oh, we, oh, we we almost forgot um Avril, the the oh, Mexican Abril, producer, yes. uh like started recording her Emmy speech. Yes, but she liked to, she thinks the Academy, so I'm not sure if she knows what award she's I actually trying to get. Does. Uh, but then the the evil guy killed her with his scythe. And so like Javi has this sweet moment of coming wait, into the room wait, to no, protect no, no, her ghost. Hold on. No, because what happened what yeah oh yeah 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 so she's she's a ghost. Right. And he is a ghost. And then there is the like murder murder dad guy that's the ghost. Murder ghost. Murder ghost. Then he uh he's like, You can't kill me twice. And Abriel's like, I guess he can't kill us twice. So she tries to fight him, but then he hits her again and it like creates this like gaping um like wound not even a wound, it's just like Looks like he tore a hole in her soul, which I guess he basically did. Yeah. And then she kind of like disappeared into a beam of light. She evaporated. It was like her soul was killed. Kind of reminded me of Charmed. Yeah. Yeah. Big Charm fans around here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that movie was way better than I expected it to be. I thought it was going to be more of a comedy than it actually was. It ended up being a fair supernatural thriller without the comedy, but it was it was uh, very akin to the sort of uh, horror comedies that we saw coming from England a few years ago. Yeah. I still don't think it's an English movie. I should no, look that up at some point. Yeah. It's... Um... 
it had way, way more heart than it had any right in terms of like, it just, it like, we don't, I mean, it doesn't really like for, you know, interest of you guys, like it doesn't. It I don't, don't want to give up the ending of this. Yeah. Oh. Um, because I think this is one that if you have the opportunity to see it. I have seen it in several uh, different dollar stores. I have too. I think it's streaming it's as well. Streaming. Um, this is a movie you should absolutely spend a dollar on. Yeah. Absolutely. There's not a question in my mind because of how good this movie is. Um, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to give anything away, but I think this is definitely worth your time. Highly recommend. Yeah. Highly definitely. recommend. Good, uh, good work on all parts. Mm -hmm. um, I think Javi gets the Lillard. Yes. So once again, the Matthew Lillard Award for overachieving and overcommitting uh, and scenery chewing. Um, who do you think the toot should go to? The house. The house. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, I'm guessing that they had this script and then looked for like a cool place to film it. But like, it was a pretty cool set. Okay. You could tell it was, like, down in Mexico somewhere. It was kind of, you know, it looked like that. And they used it to show that they were trapped in, like, a plane. Mm -hmm. Like, they used it uh, to symbolize breaking free. They used it to uh, symbolize a lot of things. I think that the house really, like, the location really elevated the story. Brokebuster Cinema is a Wonderburgerama production. Executive produced by Feels Like Friday Films and Radio Nowhere. Paul and Renee will be back next week as we explore another dollar rack movie. Don't forget to bring the snacks.